0: Good morning Heart Church. We are so glad that you came to join us on this Mother's Day. Wow, what an exciting day. And we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I think you'll find throughout the service that's going to be very special, very unique, tailored to all of us, but to moms. But just right out of the gate, uh, we're going to actually watch an interview that I got to do with our beloved Alex. Many of you have been following his story. And so we actually got to do an interview with him, hear about what God is doing. And so we wanted to celebrate and start out our worship service celebrating with him. And then after the video, we're going to start our worship. So let me pray. Father God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for what you want to do. And Jesus, I pray that in the middle of this Mother's Day, God, that this story that you've been working for the last five weeks. And Alex would speak to every person about the goodness of God. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Watch this video. That we've been praying for. If you're tuning in on, online and you're not exactly... Hi everybody, uh, Shane here and obviously I have on this call Alex and uh, he has the, been the one that we've been praying for. If you're tuning in on, online and you're not exactly sure um, what the story, the backstory is, um, Alex uh, came down with COVID-19 uh, about four, four weeks ago and uh, we as a community and then across the nation sort of rallied around in prayer around this man of God. And uh, he has an incredible story of how God delivered him off of his death. So we just wanted to uh, allow you to see his face, hear his voice, hear a little bit of the story, and ultimately so we can celebrate. So Alex, man, so gl- glad that you're here. You're able to, to do this. You look great and you sound great. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Thank let's you. just start, start out with kind of take us back, you know, four weeks ago and sort of what do you remember uh, about, you know, even just going into the hospital and how that all worked?
1: Um, what I do remember is the strangeness of after they brought me under into, they put me into a coma um, that it was, the dreams were so strange. I would have had a hard time discerning reality from uh, uh, fantasy. Wow. And, but the Lord, he is so good. And I trusted in God. I already gave my life into his hands. He has done a great thing and is, is, it's wonderful. So uh, after coming out of about seven or eight days, excuse me, <clears throat> after about seven, eight days, uh, I began to try to decipher everything that mm-hmm. had gone on. And there was a woman who was taking care of me, um, and the ex, uh, JW, who was, uh, you know, her family disowned her, wrote her off and how that now got a chance to testify to her and, they're going to church and j- just opportunities, whatever the Lord puts before you in whatever situation you are, take hold of it because yeah, uh, this is it. It's happening. Life is short. We don't know. Well, yeah, take- it's, it's, it's so fast.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, so taking fast. it back a, a little bit, um, you know, while you were under, uh, you know, we on the outside, you know, we're going like, man, th- this can't be the end uh of 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 our time with you and your time here and so you know we kind of rallied around and began to pray and it was just this amazing um movement across our nation of people from everywhere uh praying and constantly checking in like how's alex how's alex and at one point we got the call saying um that from liz saying you know uh, we need to begin to prepare for end of life because you know you were you know, slowly fading and, you know, looking around at the nation and somebody that has the coronavirus at this stage on a ventilator that long, you know, the the, the odds are not good. So I actually at one point called in over the phone, uh, my wife and I, and the nurse held our phone, the phone up on speakerphone to your ear while you were in a coma. And I remember because Heather was like, you know, maybe we should release him. And I'm like, I'm not releasing him. I was like, "Wake up, Alex! You're not done." <laughs> I'm like, "My brother, you are not done on this earth." Amen. And, uh, and, you know, and then Heather praised this powerful prayer, and then just seeing the the body of Christ coming together and praying for you, pastors and people every day. How's Alex? How's Alex? We've been praying for him. We've been praying for him, and then leading up to, uh, we began to get the the call from Liz saying you know, they're not quite ready to take you off the ventilator yet, but the signs are your your lungs are coming back and you're healthy. Um, And it was just absolutely incredible. So take us to that part of it. And um, just as you begin to wake up from the ventilator and some of those opportunities that have come about uh, to share your faith and seeing the bigger picture of what that's done to your faith.
1: A lot of these things are the after-the-fact moment because when you come out of a coma or a, a uh, medical-induced coma, you don't know anything that's going on. You, I think the first day, you're just throwing up all of the junk. But uh, after I was able to start talking, I was surprised. He was surprised that I had a voice at all. And um, I started looking at my Facebook, and internationally, I, I have friends musically and uh in the ministry and all across the board, especially in our church, you know, being the center center pole of this, you know, I saw how many people were they were believing God with yes. us. Yeah. Any people of faith, you've gotta have that where, where you know, uh I'm believing God with you. We we stated, it and the, you know, God's already paid it forward. So that's really the after point is when when i started to come to and realize where i was at what i'm doing okay let's get out of here and of course yeah, I, mean, you waited 12 yeah. Days.
0: I was just reminded that uh during this time we as a church got together with there was about 15 cars and we you know did a drive by your 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 house there and then we actually went to the hospital where you were now you were down in Pomerado hospital And um, we were we were down in and I want to end with this because this is so cool and then we're going to go into worship as a community. But we were down in Pomerado Hospital, and we grouped up there. We weren't allowed to get out of our cars. We were not allowed to go in the hospital, so we grouped up in the parking lot. And uh, I was kind of thinking, like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we worshiped together? What a song we'd like to worship to was the blessing that new song by Carrie Job, and uh, and so. I was thinking, you know, everyone should put this on, um, you know, get it on your phone and start playing at the same time. And as I said that to everybody in the group, somebody mentioned, hey, by the way, that song right now just started playing on the radio. And so we all tuned in and it was like God set it up right then that song began to play. And then as it was playing, we all opened up our Bibles on our own in our cards. And we began to read out loud Psalm 91 and just declare it over the hospital, over you. And it was like this amazing moment. And it was almost like the, the, the clouds you know, parted. We were like in the eye of the storm and Jesus was just like speaking this over you. And it was just so cool because in that moment, everything seemed so dark and yet God showed up and here we are talking and praying and believing God for the miraculous with my brother. So dude, we love you. <sighs> We
1: love you too, we do. Hey, will you pray for us? Let's pray. Jesus, there is no other name than your name above any name, and by your stripes we are healed. Mm -hmm. To any of our brethren or believers who are facing whatever obstacle, let them know in faith that even when we are not all together, Mm -hmm. you are always faithful. Mm. You are our Lord and our King, Mm. and we trust in you. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So good. Love you, brother. Can't wait to see you in person uh, and give you a big hug.
1: Love you too, Pastor.
0: God bless.
2: Will cry, the oceans will roar, the mountains will bow to the name of the Lord, He is our God. Our God, He is our faith. Praises the highway to the throne of God. Praises the highway to the heart of God. Praises the highway to the move of God. Praises the highway to the move of God. Sing praise. Praises the highway to the throne of God. Praises the highway to the heart of God. Praises. i Heart of God, praises the highway to the move of God. Sing one more time, lift up, lift up your hair, bring wide the gates, break down the walls with a shout of praise, lift up your voice down. Oh, sing like thunder. Make me his praises loud. Lift, Lift up your head. Fling wide the gates. He'll break down the walls with we'll shout of praise. Lift up your Make praises, praises alive, praises the highway to the throne of God. Praises the highway to the heart of God. Praises the highway to the move of God. you never stop you never stop working even when I don't see it you're working even when I don't feel it you're working you're never You never stop, you'll never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working.
3: heard from our brother Alex, what a miracle. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's really unbelievable. It's the sort of thing that you see on TV and you really don't know a real person that has come back from the brink of death. Even when we didn't see it, God, you were working. Even when we may not have felt it, you were working. You never stopped. You never stopped working. We're so grateful for our brother and our sister Liz, for the miracle that has happened in their family, God, the miracle that has happened in our Heart Church family. We thank you, God. We thank you for who you are, Jesus. We pray a blessing over every mom today Whether you're a mom of a baby baby, a fur baby, any kind of baby, we're thankful for you. We praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies. We're so grateful for you. Grateful for my mom and all the moms everywhere. We ask that you just prepare your hearts for the word as you watch this short video on moms.
0: Said yes. (laughs) Mom, it's a boy. Hey, mom. Love you. Well, good morning again, and happy Mother's Day. We are so excited you came to join us, and it really is special. And um, just hearing Alex's voice um, really gives us all hope for what God is doing in our midst, and I know He's doing a lot in your life uh, on this special day. And so I wanted to share just a a brief message today on, uh, on mothers that I think is relevant to all of us. I've never sort of taught from this angle in regards to mothers. And so I want to start uh, by uh, giving you the title of the message, and that's uh, A Mother's Beauty. A Mother's Beauty. And I want to invite you to open up to Genesis chapter 1. And uh, we're going to start in verse 27 and read through 28. And it says this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. And I want to highlight that. For a second because um, when it says man, we often think, well, God created man because he created Adam first and then Eve. And so that word man must mean male, but it doesn't actually mean male. It means mankind. And so when when, when God says he created man in his image, he actually means he created humanity in his image, not male. And so when it goes on to say, uh God created male and female. He created them. And then verse 28, and God blessed them, not him, them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And so um, I want to I talk to you from the standpoint uh, that God created male and female alike in his image and in his likeness. Can I give you sort of um, uh, a, a, an idea that, I don't know is controversial, but it might sound a little bit strange. And that is this, God is not a male. Now, obviously Jesus was a male when he came to earth. He, he took on skin and that skin was a male. And we refer to God as God, our father. And so there's some male attributes there, but God created male and female from who he is to represent who he is and reflect his image and his likeness. And so um, I think it's really important, especially in this day and age when I know that there's all kinds of gender confusion and, you know, a, a lot of different versions of gender. And listen, I'm not wanting to get into all that. But I am saying on this special day, of Mother's Day, I think it's important for us as we look into scripture to recognize this simple fact. God created females. In fact, in fact, the word female literally means not male. It means completely different. Not a male, a fee male means completely a different idea. And God designed male and female to represent him and reflect his character. And so I want to dive in to just for a few minutes for women, moms, and how they reflect the image and likeness of God. I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, but there are certain things that we think about when we think about a mom. And listen, it doesn't mean just people who have kids, because I believe these attributes are in every woman, um, the, 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 the tendency to be motherly. And that's what we're celebrating today is that is that inner beauty to be motherly and how it reflects the goodness of God and actually the nature and character of God. When you look at a mom, there are certain things that are undeniable that are true about every mom. And those same things are true about the nature and character of God. And so the first thing is this, moms know, they, they just know. They're the closest thing uh, to uh, omniscience that we have on this planet. Like they just, they just know a mother's intuition. We've all heard that. We all know it. I don't care if you believe in God or not. A mother's intuition is just like a thing. And we know that that is a characteristic of God that he actually put into females, into that motherly attribute. Um, My my wife knows what I'm thinking. In fact, she knows what I'm thinking about doing. Like like we'll be in public. And uh, Heather, I know you're watching. Love you. Caleb and Haley, love you. But like we'll be in public. And I often do things that are, um, I think are fun, but to Heather, maybe a little bit embarrassing. Um, And and so uh, I'll often be thinking about doing something and I'll look over at Heather and I, I didn't say anything, but she'll just know what I'm thinking about doing. And she'll just be like, no. I'm like, what? I, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. Just, I know what you're thinking about. Just don't even think about it. <laughs> I'm like, how does she do that? Man, like we don't have that, that skill, this, this ability to like know what each other's thinking. I promise you, a guy does not know what another guy's thinking. And, and, and can I just tell you, we don't care. <laughs> like, we just don't have, we don't have that gift. What, is, what does your wife always ask you? What are you thinking? In fact, Heather and I were driving home uh, from a friend's house a couple of days ago. And uh, we were, you know, just peacefully driving and she leaned over and said, what are you thinking about? And it just reminded me like, that question often like resonates in a wife. Like, what are you thinking about? And what's the male's response? What's the husband's response? Um, nothing. <laughs> That's right. We have the ability, the superpower, to actually think about nothing. We have this little box. And when we're in that little box, it's called the nothing box. And it's amazing. And uh, there's nothing going on when we're in the nothing box because we have the ability to think about absolutely nothing. But women, you just... No, and I love this because it's who God is. Can I tell you today that God knows? He knows what's going on in your life. He's deeply, deeply interested. He knows the thoughts that you have. In fact, um, we see this in Psalm 139, verse one and two. Like, I love this. I'm gonna kind of go through this scripture a little bit because I think it reflects not only who God is, but also who he's created moms to be. It says this, Oh Lord, you have, examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. And I was thinking about that. Like I don't I don't know that I've ever really thought about it this way, but I was thinking how much does that sound like your mom? I mean, again, I'm not trying to weird you out because that's not what it's actually talking about. It's talking about God. But let's read it again and think about mom and that beautiful characteristic that God put in moms to know. You examine my heart and know everything about me. Can we just celebrate the fact that that's really true about your mom? She knows more about you than you think she does because she's examined you and she loves you so much. She knows you're coming in and you're going out. You know when I sit down and when I stand up, she has eyes in the back of her head, right? Because she just knows. And that is from God because that is who our God is. And so when we see that in our mom, we can love and admire that about our God. Second thing is this, moms care, moms care. First one is moms, they just know. And the second one is they moms care. I know that this is true about your mom and it's true about my mom. Uh, I'm thinking about Heather right now, obviously the mother of our kids. And she, she knows things about our kids that, that I would never know unless she told me about them because she just cares so deeply And, and she has that nurturing aspect where she'll often say to me like, yeah, did you know that Caleb or or Haley were, were thinking about this? Did you know that they had this kind of worry or did you know this was going on at their school? And I'd be like, no, I didn't actually. And I spent all day with Caleb and we were hanging out and we were laughing and talking and He didn't mention any of that. And you spend five minutes with him and all of a sudden, you know all of this stuff? I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I don't have that gift. In fact, it's not just with our kids. Lots of people confide in Heather. And it's probably the case with your mom. They just have this nurturing thing about them placed by God. And so they just know stuff. And so Heather will often ask me, you know, when, when I go spend time with my friends, like, yeah, what'd you guys talk about? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I'll go golfing, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, so did you guys have any, you know, meaningful conversations? You dig into any stuff?" And I'm like. Like what? What are you talking about? And she's like, well, well, how are they doing? And I'm thinking, well, I don't know. Dan shot in the '70s. I think he's doing pretty good. Like guys just don't go at their at that level, and yet ladies, mothers, they just have this ability to step into the pain of people's lives and to the the reality of what's going on in relationships, and it's beautiful. And I want to read for you Psalm 139. And um, we're going to continue down in, uh, in verse 4 and 5 and then in 10 because it really does reflect where mothers got this. It's from God and the way He feels about, about us. It says this in verse 4, You know when I am going to stay, what I'm going to say even before I say it. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Verse 10, if I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. It's beautiful. This is our God. And today, on this special day, we're not just celebrating the things that mothers do. And they do a lot. And they're, they're constantly behind the scenes. Basically being the oil, if you will, for all the gears, all the moving parts. They do a lot. But today I also want to celebrate who they are. Mothers know and they reflect who God is. Mothers care deeply. And that is a characteristic of our God towards Us, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on in your life, like God knows, He knows, but He doesn't just know. Like He cares so deeply, and if you know that about your mom, and I don't think most of us, if not all of us, would agree that our moms care. And if we're going through something really, really hard, and if we're, you know, uh, struggling, we know that even if our mom can't do something physically, we know she's feeling it for us, and she's in our corner. And so, how much more our God, who put that nature into our moms? Do they care? And the last thing is this, moms protect. Moms protect. Um, my wife is, is the kindest person on planet Earth. Um, we, we are dog people and, and we love dogs and, and primarily we love labs and we've always had labs because they're just so friendly, they're so amiable and, and so fun. And, and I think that if, if Heather was a dog, which she's not a dog, she's a beautiful woman, but if she was a dog, she'd be a lab because, because she's so friendly, never met a stranger, like just so fun. And, and most of you who know Heather have probably never seen her angry, M- much like, like a Labrador. Like, like you never see a Labrador, you know, growling or barking or getting angry unless they're abused or something like that. And so in some way similar to Heather is that she just doesn't get angry. Except, there are a few exceptions. And one of them is when her mama bear comes out. And you know what I'm talking about. If, you, if you're a mom or those of us, you know, everybody has a mom, realize that that mama bear comes out when you're talking about the kids and your kids are threatened, that mama bear fierceness comes out. And I remember Heather told, told me a story um, that a number of years ago, she was flying and it was just her and the kids. And I was not able to go on the trip. And so it was her and the kids and they were on a flight. And she was doing her very best. And our kids were really young at the time. And flying with young kids, as you know, is, is very difficult. So she was doing her best to keep them together and keep them quiet. But, you know, every once in a while they tapped the seat in front of them or they made too much noise. And Heather was just saying that this person in front of her was just extremely rude the whole time. And she, he would you know, turn around and like talk harshly to the kids and just be really disrespectful despite Heather's, you know, attempt to keep the kids quiet and keep it calm during the flight. And in Heather's estimation, the kids did great, but this person, they didn't feel that way and they were extremely rude to Heather and the kids. And so this is Mama Bear. So they get down to the baggage claim and typically Heather runs from conflict She's a peacemaker. No, not on this day. She walks up to this gentleman on the other side of the baggage claim, and she just goes, excuse me, I just need you to know that you were extremely rude to me and my kids, and I would like an apology. And I'm like, yes, that's Mama Bear right there. Come on, Heather. Um, and, And I love that characteristic from God put into moms. And again, even if you don't have biological kids, you have that motherly instinct that would code a battle and that would literally throw yourself in front of a bullet for children because that's in you. And I just want to say that is who our God is. He is a protective God. And he is protective over you, over your life, over your circumstances. He's not distant. He knows. He steps into it. He cares. And he's got the mama bear instinct that comes out when something's threatening you. He's coming to your rescue. And it may not seem like it right now, but I'm telling you, this is who our God is. And if you've seen it in your mom, or if you've seen it in your wife, then you've seen it. And our heavenly Father, and I want to end with one scripture, because this scripture is near and dear to my heart, because this scripture is to honor my mom. Psalm 21 well, I'm sorry, 121 is the psalm that my mom uh, asked us to uh, rehearse and, and repeat and memorize on the way to school all throughout, middle, all throughout elementary school. And it's, it's an amazing scripture, and it actually speaks to the protective nature of our God. And I was reminded of just my mom and how precious she is and how she's always been there for me. And even as a young child, um, you know, pointing me to Jesus and getting me into the word. And I was reminded of all those days driving to Valley School and rehearsing and saying this, this scripture and how it points to this incredible protective nature of our God. And so I want to read it to you. It'll be up on the screen. It says this. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he keeps Israel, will neither slumber nor sleep. For the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever more. What a beautiful promise. And so I want to end today by praying for moms and Just a simple idea today as we're texting our moms, FaceTiming our moms, maybe able to get together with, with them for a barbecue with our moms, with our wives, celebrating the motherhood in them. And for those of you who maybe want to have kids or weren't able to have kids, but you have that motherly instinct in you, we celebrate the image of God in you. We celebrate that God created you and fashioned you just the way you are and it's beautiful in its expression because it is the image and nature of God to know, to have that intuition that you have, to to care deeply and step into our pain and to protect. So will you bow your heads and close your eyes and men, husbands, sons, daughters, will you... Partner with me in prayer as we say a blessing over our moms. Father God, we thank you on this day, the special nature of who you created mothers to be. I thank you for their strength. I thank you for their commitment to us Jesus. I thank you for their tireless service behind the scenes. And Father, I pray that today you, they would feel so fulfilled, not just in one day being celebrated, but I, God, I pray you would go deep inside of them to realize that who they are is celebrated by you, that you, that they truly reflect who you are as a good God that is in our lives, knows us, cares for us and protects us. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have an awesome Mother's Day.